Welcome to Pure Connect Podcast with Dr. Gesham Sikala, a celebrity mentor and prince. He is a businessman, humanitarian, author, speaker, television host, media personality, pastor to the stars, and global goodwill ambassador. Here, Dr. Gesham will help you understand true success and prosperity, maximize your true potential, experience God's presence, deepen your relationship with God, and learn to walk with God. Now, here is Dr. Geshom. I want to talk about the key for you to receive a miracle. A key for you to receive a miracle. Now, most churches today, they don't talk, they don't use the word miracle because they think the word miracle does not exist, literally. By the way, when you call a miracle service, it upsets a lot of people because people feel like miracles have ceased. They do not exist anymore. But I want to tell you how the word miracle came about. During the time of Adam and Eve, there was no word miracle used because they did not need a miracle. But when they sinned against God, their nature became corrupted. Their body and their spirit get changed. They became a different person. They were no longer carrying that glorious body and that glorious spirit. Now they needed to depend on God for everything. So that transformation that took place in the Garden of Eden, losing the glory, falling short of God's glory, where there was no turn around about it. There was no turn back again. They cannot go back to the original state of who they were. They lost it all. And there is no gain. So God had to send Jesus to come and bring that turn around. And, and since what Adam and Eve did required, it's a death penalty. So somebody had to die in order to change that. This is a, called a miracle of the cross. What a mystery, a mystery means a secret behind the cross. To some people, the cross, it's just a mockery. The cross is just something that they laugh at us. They think it doesn't work. But I want you, you to understand the power behind that cross was to literally change the DNA, to change the corruption of your spirit that God tainted and corrupted. God disconnected from God and God disconnected from the beauty of God and God disconnected from the goodness of God and God disconnected from the health of God. Because before, the, the body could not get sick. Not even the leaves could decay. Everything was perfect. There was, the word sickness did not exist. The word poverty did not exist. What Adam was and Eve they were accustomed to is to living forever health. To feel good forever. There was no day they felt fatigued. There was no day they felt an headache. There was no day they felt something is wrong with their body. They, there was no going to hospital checkup. Hospitals were not needed because they were not getting sick. So once the scene that entered through Adam came in, it corrupted everything. It rooted down 
into our body, soul, and spirit. Now man was lost and there was no way the man can be found. So the only way to do that, Jesus had to become sin. He had to become corrupted. He was holy, spotless. He has never sinned, but he had to become sin. And he had to take that sin and that corruption to the throne, to the cross. And get it crucified, get it nailed at the cross, get it destroyed. That shame that you're supposed to, to carry, that shame that you're supposed to carry, he carried it. Being despised and being beaten and his face was disfigured that he could not be recognized. We were no longer recognized by God when we sinned. We were no longer connected. There was no beauty in us. God, we were no longer beautiful in the sight of God. Sin made us ugly. Sin gave us no face because the image of God was disfigured. The image of God was misplaced. We still had his nature within us, but we functioned against his, that very nature. We still carried the image, but our, the image we carried was dysfunctional to its original function. In other words, we just carried the copy of God, but its original was destroyed. So now, when we come back to God, we are not a copy of God, we become the original of God. In other words, it's like somebody gives you an egg, but there is no yolk inside. There's just a shell. All the all the yolk inside has been removed. Everything has been removed. And, and when you look at an egg, it's all round. But when you break it, there's nothing. It's empty. But it's still recognized as an egg, but without, an, without a yolk. That's what happened when Adam and Eve sinned. We became a shell. That shell that needed only to be filled by the power of God. So in other words, we became an egg without a yolk. We looked like God. But the God in us was not in him. So when Jesus came, he came to put the yoke back and everything back. And so we can become the original. So that's what the work of the cross. I know the egg ex example may not work for some of you. But that's the closest example I could give it to you. To begin to understand what he did on the cross is so powerful than you ever think or imagine. It is to bring back the original nature of God. So now you can say with everything in you that you are God's image. Because you are God's image, that's why Isaiah, let's go to Isaiah 41. Now we can go into scriptures. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10, it says, Fear not, for I am with you. God says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Deuteronomy 31, verse 8, he says, It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Now, because you belong to him, when God says you are ease, it means you have, you have his blood, you have his DNA, you have his nature. You are 100% belong to God. So the enemy's plan is to make you dysfunctional in your body. Sickness is from hell. Sickness is from the devil himself. 
And the devil's work is to make you believe that sickness are a blessing. Or God is making you, he wants to punish you. And once the devil convinces you, makes you believe that sickness is a blessing, then if I want to pray for you to be healed, then I'm coming against the will of God. If a sickness is a blessing, let's keep it there as a blessing. But I can, I can assure you that sickness is from the pit of hell. And sickness is your enemy. That's why you find that people that are demolized, they created HIV. People that are demolized, they created uh, coronavirus. Because these are workers of Satan that wants to destroy the body. Because the man has found a way to get rid of malaria. Has found a way to get rid of all these strokes and all other diseases. Now the demons and, and they find a way to try and release new sicknesses to destroy human beings. And that's why Jesus came to release the healing power. We should not be afraid because the healing power of God is here. If you're being infected, affected, and you're sick, there is healing for you. It doesn't matter if it's a man-made disease or it's a disease made by nature. Jesus is the healer. You must understand that sickness and disease are your enemy. Once you don't understand what I'm saying, then believing God for a healing will be a waste of time. Pastor George and Pastor Summer, the most important thing is how you perceive God's word. God's word will not work for you if you don't believe it. Many did not receive their promises because they never missed their promises, the promises of God with faith. That's in the book of Hebrews. Many of you, you have been nursing sicknesses, you have been nursing pain. I'm not saying it has been easy. It has not been easy. But you aggressively, you need to rise above that. Said, I'll believe God. I'll believe Jesus. I need to come out of this pain. I need to come out of this sickness. It doesn't matter if it came by mistake. Or it came by witchcraft. Or it came by whatever infected you. It doesn't matter what it came. If it came by sin, there is forgiveness. If it came by by course, there is also the blood of Jesus to cleanse that. So there is no excuse for you to receive the healing. That's why the cross exists. Yes. The cross does not exist because you are perfect. The cross exists because you are not perfect. The cross exists because you were once a sinner. The cross is a reminder that we all sinned and felt short of God's glory and we were on our way to the death row but Jesus came to get us out you may be on your way to death row but Jesus will come and get you out it doesn't matter what you're going through God will get you throughout of it it's called grace people don't understand grace they feel that God can only heal them when they are perfect God does not heal a perfect man or a perfect woman. He heals a broken heart. God heals a repentant heart that is willing to let go right now. You may be a sinner in the morning, but right now you can be a righteous woman and a righteous man. Simply by calling on the name of Jesus. And the blood of Jesus is fresh today and is powerful enough to cleanse you from anything. And you qualify through the cross to receive a miracle. Yes. 
Don't just say only my neighbor qualifies us because he was raised a Christian. No, the only people that qualifies us for a healing are those that call on the name of Jesus. Can you imagine how deep the grace is? How deep the message of God is? God's mercy, how deep it is? How he loves us? Once you spend time with Jesus, you will realize that Jesus, his love does not even depend the way people think about you. What people think about you means nothing. What he thinks about you is what means everything. And there is so much power in the name of Jesus. But the enemy wants you to think he does not have enough power. The power that is in Jesus is so powerful that can raise you from the dead. The reason why we need the blood of Jesus because human beings have weaknesses. Because human beings have fallen. But Jesus comes. He does reach out to your weakness and makes you strong. And that's why the Bible says he will strengthen you. Just come to Jesus. Just come to him. Just follow his words. You know, most people think like God is complicated. That's why people don't want to go to church because they think maybe this is just a religious thing. God's heart, it's so deep for you that he loves you so much. He wants to have a relationship with you. And healing is just part of the benefits. The gospel is called the gospel of good news, not bad news. What the world needs today is the good news of the gospel. The gospel is the hope to the world. If believers can pray, we can end every sickness on the planet. God told me that we can get everybody healed. I have seen the whole church healed before in my own life. I've emptied the word before, not my power, but his power. When God told me, go and pray for one person who was sick. And when I prayed for that person, she got healed. Then the next person sick there, they also raised their hand. And everybody raised their hand. And all of them got healed. Simply by obeying God to pray for one person, I ended up praying for the entire section of that sick people. And they were all healed. And when I tried to visit the second day, there was no one there. They were all healed and discharged. There is power in the name of Jesus. The enemy's plan, if only can disconnect you from Jesus. Because he's not afraid of you. He's afraid of what you can do when you have Jesus. And if you know Jesus, he wants to water down what you believe. So that it is no longer important for you. That it's, it's, it is not that powerful. But you, God wants you to believe that the Bible is so powerful and the Bible is the word of God. It doesn't matter what the world thinks, the world needs the Bible. People think they need the world. No, the world needs the Bible. They need the word of God. Every human being, small or great, they need the word of God. Even scientists, they need the word of God. There's so much the power of God that we do not know. 
because the enemy has introduces introduced us to religiousness because religiousness is an enemy to God's gospel religion is an enemy to the very word of God and this has been going on for even for the past centuries there was Pharisees and Sadducees they knew after truth and after truth and people did not want to believe the whole truth that is Jesus Christ now through the grace of Jesus, we have, through the grace of the Holy Spirit, we have an opportunity to accept the whole entire truth. And the truth is God still heals today. The truth is a miracle. It is to intercept or interlapt the natural and to interlapt the scientific words. Dr. Geisham will continue with that word in a moment. Kindly note that you can continue to discover God's powerful truth and much more in Dr. Geshem's other resources, which include his new books, Delete the Offense and Healing Your Own Soul, a book that will bring wholeness to your being. You can get these copies on Amazon or go to www.geshemsikala.org. Now, let's get back to Dr. Geshem as he continues with today's word. The word miracle simply means to intervene into something that is beyond the natural. For example, we've seen people that have, uh, one time I was in Kansas City, there was a lady without a kidney. They had operated physically and removed the kidney. Then uh, through prayer and the power of God, she came back, she went back to the doctor, they found a new kidney. How can you explain that? It's called a creative miracle because scientifically, there's no way they can replace that kidney. It was already removed. It's like women that have been removed wombs and they cannot give birth anymore and you pray for them and prophesy and they get pregnant and they give birth to a beautiful child. What can you say to the doctor when the womb, a woman gets pregnant without a womb? These are called uh, interlapting the natural for you to be set free and receive your breakthrough. God can do miracles. God is a supernatural power of God. I heard of the testimony of the woman that was over 50 and she got pregnant with twins. <laughs> you can only see that as a miracle. A miraculous. I was in Arizona. There was a man that was, that was uh, blind and they removed the socket of his eyes and they put in a fake eye the grass. And the power of God touched him was able to see through the fake eye. The artificial eye was able to see, which was scientifically impossible unless it's a, lab, a robot. Even a robot, those are just robots that are engineered by a computer. But it can't see. And wow is testifying that glass eye turned into flesh. Now there is no evidence that he, has, he had the eye problem before. We can only get that evidence through looking at the paperwork and contacting the doctor that operated him. These were the only people that can really tell the testimony. This is called a creative miracle and God still creates miracles. Why does God create miracles? Because we human beings, we injure ourselves. Our DNA gets corrupted. Even our minds get corrupted. There are people who think evil 
is good to try and change that it will take a supernatural power of god to to transform that mind and to begin to think that 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 evil is evil and good is good because if you constantly believe a lie the lie can become your own truth when a lie stays for a long time it can become your own truth and to change that truth that you have created to be the truth which is not a truth it takes the true power of the holy ghost to do a supernatural in inner engineering and transform your mind and believe that Jesus Christ is lord and Jesus Christ is the king how can you tell an atheist who has engineered himself or herself in our mind that god does not exist and suddenly they believe that god does exist but but you must understand that there are forces and entities that are against your identity that are against your very life the enemy is after this displacement of your character displacement of your nature to make you get lost not to find yourself because if the enemy can manage to make you lose yourself by losing god's identity and god's nature then he knows you cannot receive your healing he knows you cannot receive your deliverance he knows you cannot receive your breakthrough but, but that's the enemy's plan is to plan those lies but the holy spirit he comes to convict and point you to the truth and that truth sets you free you have been in captive in prison now you are being out of that by the power of the holy spirit hallelujah hallelujah and the holy spirit is in san francisco is in nation taker is right here open mind open heart and receive from the holy ghost it doesn't matter what the enemy makes tricks of your mind or tricks of information but the bible says is not by information is not by power no by anything is by the holy spirit the holy spirit can come right into your subconsciousness it can come right into your inner you and engineer you and and transform your mind and make you a totally a brand new woman and a brand new mind for those that are in Christ they are new second corinthians chapter 5 the 17 it's a miracle scripture by the way how could you be totally new person when you already existed now it says you no longer existed, but that person, that old person, no longer exists. That, that, this is how God looks at you. And the enemy does not want you to look at yourself that way. The enemy's plan is to look at into your yesterday, to look at into your last week, to look at into your last year. But God does not look at your yesterday or your past years. He looks at your today. How well do you love the Lord? How are you walking with the Lord? Is anyone is in Jesus is in your creation? Your past does not yet exist. Your past no longer exists. But the enemy wants to make it exist. And it take, this is how he has power over you. By telling you how many times you failed. How many times you are weak? How many times you sinned? How many times? But God, he says, do not worry about your failures. Do not worry about others. 
I'm ripping that page out of you and I'm creating a new you. Just focus on living for me. You are a new man, a new woman. You have access into heaven. You have access to the goodies and the glories of heaven. You have the right. But the enemy will say you don't have the right. But God says you have the right. That's why we have many believers that beg for miracles and beg for healings when they can simply receive healings and miracles because they are light free. There's just like when you go into your mother's uh, 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 or your father's uh, fridge, you can just take the bread and begin to eat it and say, that, I'm hungry, I want to eat this spaghetti or I want to eat this plum, I want to eat this lobster or whatever you eat, whatever you like eating. I like seafood, but I don't know what you like eating, but you just, just eat it, you know? If it's in the house, right? The Bible says healing is children's bread. It's, it's your act. You have access to eat of the healing. You know why it's children's blood? Because constantly our body needs to be replenished. It needs to be refreshed. It needs to be healed. Every single day we need that daily bread to nourish our body. That's a healing power of God present here. Either you are sick or not sick, but the power of God wants to heal you, refresh you, nourish you, so that you can become a better you and the best you tomorrow. In Jesus' name. Some people, when they hear about the healing service, they just think it's about bringing the sick. There are parts of you that are sick that you do not know, and the Holy Ghost wants to heal you. Because Every day, we need our body to be restored. Every day. The healing is both internal and is both external. In other words, God, some of you, your emotions are damaged. They need to be healed. Some of you, the way you look at people, it's destroyed. You need, that perspective of your life needs to be healed. Some of you, the way you look at pastors and church has been all destroyed and God needs to give you a new perspective. That's a healing of the mind and the healing of your eyes to see properly and begin to believe again. The, the different parts of your, your life where you need to receive healing. The reason some of your prayers are not answered, you don't really believe in them. Because maybe you saw somebody that prayed so much and they died and you say, oh... I, prayers don't work. So you have a wrong perspective. So you are drawing from a different well that you don't know. As a result, no matter how we say, let's pray at midnight, you don't care about it. No matter what you say, let's believe God, you don't care about it. Because you are drawing from a negative well that you need to shut that well and get it closed. And you have to draw from a new well. The well of the living water, the well of life. When you drink of that well, you never first again. That well, you will never be disappointed again. Romans chapter 5, this 5 says, The Holy Spirit, who has shed his love inside us. As a result, we cannot be disappointed. Did somebody say you'll be disappointed with God? No. The Bible says you can't be disappointed when you're in God. Why? Because God has left us the most blessed gift. The person of himself. The Holy Spirit. Because Romans 5, verse 5 says, because of the Holy Spirit. 
I want to assure you that, that, that because of the Holy Spirit, your prayers shall be answered. Because of the Holy Spirit, you shall not die, but you shall live. Because of the Holy Spirit, your sons and daughters shall be saved. Because of the Holy Spirit, you shall be promoted. Because of the Holy Spirit, your dreams shall come to pass. Because of the Holy Spirit, your visions shall come to pass. Because of the Holy Spirit, that sickness and disease cannot kill you. Because of the Holy Spirit, that addiction will be removed out of you. Because of the Holy Spirit. The devil does, is not afraid of your ritual. Christian rituals is afraid of the man and the woman that knows how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And now, when you have that fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you carry the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, God begins to treat you differently when you treat the Holy Spirit well. When you treat the Holy Spirit well, you are automatically God's favorite. It's how you treat the Holy Spirit. That's how you become God's favorite. And people that carry the presence of the Holy Spirit, even angels treat them differently. They are treated with respect and honor because they carry the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your key to your favor, to be favored in heaven, and to be lifted up on earth. That's why every ministry that honored the Holy Spirit, they have been always the greatest people on earth, like Catherine Kuhlman and many others. Whoever honors the Holy Spirit, you have no choice but to be promoted in this life. You have no choice but to be elevated in this life because, because it's those that carry the presence of the Holy Spirit that God treats them differently. That's the only time when God chooses the favorite. They are always children. It's those that carry the Holy Spirit. In the book of Genesis, God says you can, you can play around with the son and you can play around with me, not with my spirit. I will not forgive with those that, that play around with the Holy Spirit. Now, I know it's a very scaring part, right? But the, what you don't know is that those that love the Holy Spirit, they're actually lifted up even higher. God does not have a choice but to lift you and protect you. So those that treat the Holy Spirit with reverence, you will always be lifted up. You will always be the head, not the tail. What makes you the head is, is the Holy Spirit. Now, you have to understand that it's almost impossible to really sin against the Holy Spirit when you love the Holy Spirit. So, so don't worry about sinning against the Holy Spirit. The devil wants to put that on you and make you think it's impossible, make you think it's complicated. Do not even worry about that. You have the blood to protect you and keep you. You know, I've heard people say, I've sinned against the Holy Spirit. It's almost difficult to sin against him. God has put spiritual laws to make sure you do not destroy those laws. The only time where you can really sin against the Holy Spirit, it's not like these common sins. It's when you choose to worship the devil. When you have been washing, worshiping God and experiencing his power, then you choose to worship the devil. That's where. But all these other sins, the blood can cleanse. So I re the reason why I'm saying this, because I've, I've had a lot of believers say, I've sinned against the Holy Spirit. I'm doomed to hell. I said, no, you're not. Did you worship the devil? I said, no. 
I said, did you sin? Yes. Okay. The blood is there. The cross. The cross. As long as you're still alive, you have room to go back to Jesus. The Bible says, all oh, backsliders, come back home. The enemy wants you to be afraid of the Holy Spirit because you're thinking you will sin against him and you'll never be forgiven. No, opposite. The closer you are to the Holy Spirit, the more freedom you have. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Freedom and liberty. So the Holy Spirit, the closer is with you, the more free you are. The far away you are from the Holy Spirit, the more bound you are. And that's the enemy's plan to, to keep you bound. But the Spirit of God came to give you freedom. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to support the ministry and stay up to date with new episodes.